Paris Musée presents Once Upon a Museum. Use podcasts about the museums of Paris. What could we do when we are older? Dream catchers? Cloud hunters? It's a great idea, but I'm not sure there is a school for that. I was more into becoming an archaeologist. What does that mean exactly? Do you have a hat, a magnifying glass, a whip to fight snakes, a shovel to dig and find a lost ark? Well, you can have a hat if you want, and you definitely need a shovel. The archaeologist digs into the earth in order to read the history of humanity. As if the earth were a book? A book with no words, but objects and traces of past worlds. Oh yes! I want to be an archaeologist! Doing excavations and finding treasures is as amazing as chasing the clouds. And during our future excavations, we could find lots of different things. Coins, tools, pottery, weapons, jewelry, clothes, paintings, and even buildings. Just like in the archaeological crypt of l'île de la Cité. What is the archaeological crypt? A secret place you discovered? <laughs> no, I didn't discover it. But I know where it is. Follow me. Did you prank me? We are not in an archaeological crypt. We are in front of the Notre Dame de Paris Cathedral. But there, just under its forecourt, that's where the crypt is. Oh, do we have to go down those stairs? Yes, it's over there. Are we underground now? Like when we go in the metro or in my parents' parking lot? You're not far off. 55 years ago, there was a project to build a car park under the forecourt of Notre Dame. But, surprise! While digging, they come across remains of very old ruins full of history. Oh, yes! And those ruins have been there for a very long time. And so they called archaeologists, just like us very soon, and organized archaeological digs. And 15 years later, a museum is creating, elucidating what the crypt reveals. We can discover here how Paris was more than 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years? Wow, that was a very long time ago then. Notre Dame didn't even exist. Paris neither. The city was much smaller than present-day Paris and was called Lutetia. It was part of the Roman Empire. So, what else can you find when digging? There's water? Oh, I think we might have reached a municipal pool. No, 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 no. We have gone back in time to the first century. The sound of the water you hear is the Seine flowing. At the time, there were swamps around both banks of the Seine, and l'île de la Cité was not at all the heart of Lutetia. The city's centre was more on the left bank in the south of Paris. The Pantheon, Saint-Jacques Street, and the Ile de la Cité was a port area. It was a traffic hub and a strategic point. So, while searching, I discovered large stones. Mm Mm-hmm. The budding archaeologist that I am would like to say that we are on the banks of the Seine. Right. This is the domain of the boatmen. Who are the boatmen? Ah, 
there's a gentleman over there on the platform who looks like he's from this time. I'm going to ask him. Um, hello, sir. Hello, sir. Oh, hello. Are you a boatman? Yes, of course, I'm a boatman. And are you Parisi? No, we say Parisians. Not at all. In his time, Parisians didn't exist. The Parisi are the Gauls who lived here and who also gave their names to the Parisians that we are today. Ah, my apologies, sir. I was confused. And what are you doing with your boat? Barge stores? We are boatmen and traders. We sail on the Seine and from there to the other rivers and streams. Oh, so you're travelers. We provide transport upstream and downstream from Rutesia, but we also trade and monitor river traffic. Oh, there's another boat passing. Quickly, let's climb in. We go up the Seine. We travel in time. And we arrive in the fourth century. My dear Lutetia, it is an island thrown on the river. I feel very happy here. Who is speaking? The Emperor Julian welcomes us. He lived in the fourth century. He was the first emperor to settle here. He had his palace there, right on the city island. The water is very pleasant and, as one can see, very clear and delicious to drink. Here in Lutes, there are good vines and fig trees. The Ile de la Cité is surrounded by a rampart. What do you mean, a rampart? What does Emperor Julian speak of, a rampart? We are not in a fortified castle. Well, to protect the city against possible invasions, in other words, other people who wanted to conquer the territory and settle here, we built a rampart. So those are the stones we see there, placed on top of each other? Yes, these are the remains of a rampart built in the 4th century. It must take a lot of stones to build a rampart all around the city island. Where did they find all these stones? Under the ground as well? No, at the time there is no working quarry anymore, so they used pre-used stones. Stones that we reuse, you mean? Ah, like recycling. Correct. These are stones that were used before for other buildings, which are reused to build the rampart. P-O-C-U-V What are you saying? I'm trying to decipher what is marked on the stone there. It is written in Latin, the language spoken at that time by the Romans. Someone's name is written, I mean, engraved. That stone is a reused stone that came from the Lutetia Arenas. I know the Lutetia Arenas. It used to be a theatre, outdoors. It still exists today. And the seats were made of stone. The wealthiest spectators could reserve their seats by engraving their name on it. So the stone we see here is an old theatre seat. Awesome! The stones are worn, look. We can imagine all the people who were able to sit here. And then it became a rampart and today a place of memory. It's really amazing. Later, I'll be an archaeologist for sure. We keep on finding incredible things. And look over here. I found some beautiful items 
that looked like they were used to serve food at the table for meals. These objects were found in graves. Um, how come? Isn't it strange to put things that were used for meals where the dead go? No, actually, it's not strange. It's a tradition dating all the way back to antiquity. Each dead is accompanied by their funeral baggage. Hmm. So there are ceramic cups, amphorae, small plates. Is it so that they may have something to eat and drink on their journey into the afterlife? Yes, it makes sense actually. Beliefs are used to tell us stories. It's magical. All these things that are buried under our feet and tell us the story of our ancestors, they take us back in time. Oh, I'm hot all of a sudden. Mmm, it's nice. Looks like we're in a sauna. Almost. These are ancient thermal baths, the old public baths of the city. The public baths? But for whom? For the inhabitants of Lutetia. Didn't they prefer to use their own bathroom? Did they all like to bathe together? It wasn't that they preferred to be together. It's more that at the time, it was the only hygienic way to wash. And they also went to have a good time. Let's go in there in the locker room. Ouch! Ouch! As the lights are dim, we can't see much. Did you drop something? I don't know. Maybe the button on my shirt fell off. Don't be like this former visitor of the public baths. Ah, oh, I can't wait to bathe. First the warm room, then the hot room. Oh no, by Jupiter, my coins. Two thousand years ago, someone right here dropped those few coins between the cracks in the stone slabs of the locker room. Probably as he was undressing. He must have been so impatient. Oh, it's dark and the rooms are very small. I'm never going to find my Minimis. Minimis? This was the name of the currency at the time. Minimis, they are barely the size of my little finger's nail. While cleaning the monument in 2012, an archaeologist found them. And here they are, preserved in the crypt. Wow! Those are the Euros from 2,000 years ago! During antiquity, each citizen went to the thermal baths once a day. It was the custom and the tradition for bodily cleanliness. First, you go through the frigidarium and then into the hot room called the caldarium. Frigidarium. Aha, that sounds like a fridge. Yes, this is the cold room. They were very into self-care at the time. And they even used beauty accessories. A comb, hairpins, tweezers, earpick, vials of oil, perfume. What a journey! And all this thanks to the archaeologists. Wow! Wow! So, would you rather be a dream catcher or an archaeologist? Well, it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Being an archaeologist is about investigating the past stories of our civilizations and making us dream of the worlds before. It's fascinating. 
Okay, let's go back to the present now. Once upon a museum at the crypt. A Paris Musée podcast produced with Pauline Copen, Elsa Denac, with the voices of Juliette Aver, Matthew Luret, Tanya Matouk. Did you enjoy it? Discover the other museums through Once Upon a Museum. museum.